You're listening to The Times. Go to thetimes.co.uk. The Times presents The Greatest Test. And here is your host, Andy Zaltzman. Hello, cricket fans, and welcome to a special bonus issue, or bonus sub-issue, of The Greatest Test, the world's leading uh, broadcasting phenomenon of summer 2013, listened to by uh, up to 7 billion people via the internet, I believe, um, during this Ashes series. Uh, well, England have England have won the Ashes since we last uh, since we last uh, recorded in Brighton. Uh, the the I mean, this is the first time there's been an Ashes series with the Greatest Test podcast, and it has coincided with England's most rapid Ashes victory ever for since before the First World War. I think in terms of number of days of cricket, that cannot be coincidence. No, definitely so, uh, not. You know, I like to think that we've we've earned. Probably an MBE out of this, Chris. What do you reckon? <laughs> I would say uh, if you don't get an MBE, Andy, then I'd yeah. be. I mean, f- for myself, I'd just take uh, an invite to uh, see you get your MBE. <laughs> I'll right. see if I can work. You can always come as my wife. Oh, thanks. Um, I've probably spent more time with you than I do with her, to be honest. Oh, dear. So, um, uh, as we speak, England uh, batting in the uh, Durham Test match 128 for two. Alistair Cook grinding it out big time, batting with the fluency of a large hippopotamus stuck in a sewage pipe. But he's still there. He's battling it out. The uh, the England captain, uh, always an absolute treat for neutrals to watch Cook batting slowly. Uh, but Chris, you've dug out some facts. Yeah. You're going to throw me some facts. Well, I thought because we can't ask our panellists any questions this week, I thought I'd throw a few at you okay. and see how you cope. They're kind of Each fact is a kind of multi-fact. Uh, so first up, yep. alphabetically... Who is the only Australian international to come before Ashton Agar? Alphabetically. So, in surname, only one Australian has played cricket for Australia who comes above Ashton Agar alphabetically. Wow. In test cricket? In test cricket. Test cricket. Well, that's... I'll give you... uh, uh, Alderman, I think, is three. Terry Alderman, I think, is three. Right. So, someone comes before Agar. Oh, tough one. Tough. That's uh that that is uh no, that's that stumped me a bit now. Hang on. I can give a clue, I can give it an era. Well you give me an era. Okay, he played his tests between nineteen twenty eight and thirty two. He played with Bradman. Well he would have done with yep. twenty eight and thirty two. He actually I, th- I believe he batted with Bradman. He was batted. a batsman. He was a batsman. But he failed to distinguish himself in test matches. Right. Oh, that's uh, you've you've stumped me on this okay. one. Okay, hang on. Let's... Um, he is one of three people of this surname to have played first-class cricket in Australia, but the only one to have played Test cricket. <laughs> you've done too much research. You're uh, and I don't say that. Uh, I say that as a compliment, <laughs> not as an insult. <laughs> oh, that's uh, ah, nuts. No, that's it's from East St Kilda. Oh, of course he is. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. of course he is. Nice part of St. He would be. Yeah. Uh, his name was uh, Ted Abeckett. Abeckett. Ah, there we go. Yeah. E.L. E. Abeckett. Yep. Yeah. Died on the second uh, of June, nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, murdered by the uh, king's henchman, I believe, in Canterbury Cathedral. Yeah, absolutely. That Abeckett yeah. family's yeah. cursed yeah. yet again. Yeah. yeah. Never rains but it pours. 
Um, that's 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 a, that is a tough question, Chris. Okay, okay. That not many people ask me a tougher cricket I'm, trivia question. Than I'm that. sort of pleased. Yeah, you look very yeah, pleased. Yeah, I am. You look I more am. than sort of pleased. You look <laughs> actively delighted. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll try and keep the smile. <laughs> try and keep the smile down. Uh, do you want a more topical one? Yeah, go on. Okay. Go on. Uh, in this series, before yeah. the Durham Test has started, although possibly including it, yeah. I, who can say? Um, who, what England players have the highest and lowest strike rate of those who have played more than one Test? Those... So you can't count Steve Finn. Okay, highest uh, probably Broad. It's not Broad. Broad's fifty-six. It's not right. Broad. Um. Oh, highest Swan. It is Swan. 70. Well, it's a great strength for the England team, those rapid runs and down mm. the order. They're hit and miss, but they've had some important hits. Um, and slowest yep. would be... I know Cook, before this game, was around about 32. Uh, it's slower than that. Slower slower than... It surprised me. Bairstow? No. Bresnan? Yes. Oh, Bresnan is a bit of a blocker. He, he, I would say he is a blocker. Really? He, he, and also he's been used as night watchman. Yes, that's why. He, he's never really cut loose in test cricket, certainly. 25.41. Yeah. Slow. That is, that is taver, taverish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on, on that, so in, in terms of slow scoring, who's been England's most economical bowler? Economical bowler? Uh, oh, I'd expect, you'd expect that. Actually, Bresnan's been quite economical. It's not uh, Bresnan. Swan? It's not Swan. Root. It is Root. Root, yeah. yeah. 2.53 runs and over. Yeah, how many overs, though? Not many overs. No, not, oh, not, not, not that many. Wickets. Three wickets? Uh, yeah, two, I think two. Yeah. Is it? Sorry, what? Least economical bowler as well. I didn't I didn't oh, scribble right. that down okay. on, on this uh, menu for a, yeah, for a local cafe <laughs> that does uh, jam jar iced lattes for £2.80. Bargain. Soho. Bargain. Absolutely yeah. a total bargain. Uh, Jackson Bird called into the Australian team. The 16th player used... By Australia in an Ashes series in England, that is the joint most ever in the history of uh, Anglo-Australia cricket. They only once before have they used sixteen players, and uh, that was nineteen eighty-five. And uh, even then, it was a six-test series, and they only used thirteen in the first five tests, and then brought three guys in for their only test in the sixth test. That's the amazing. Oval. And they've already used sixteen in three tests. Uh, uh, they've also this year used nine opening bowlers. Already in the year, um, and they've still got uh, seven tests to go. Uh, sorry, six tests to go, including this one. And um, that is second only to last year when they had ten. Ten opening bowlers in the year last year. They had nine in 1912 and now in 2013. So That's... that shows you the the, uh, the uh, instability in the uh, Australian ranks. And and this series, they've used five different opening bowlers. Not And Peter Siddle has not, not yet been taken one the of new them. Ball. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, got, I've got one more for you. Uh, Steve Smith has taken eight test wickets. Yep. Uh, four against England. Do you know who he's taken the other four against? Pakistan. Three of them Pakistan, one more. India. India. Yep. Uh, they've only won, uh, Australia have only won how many of his 11 tests? Uh, ooh, they won one against Pakistan. One. Yep. one. No, they also won one against England as well. Oh, that, right. that, that one of that last away ashes. In Perth. Yep. yep, and uh, his middle names, he is SPD Smith. PD. Uh, what are the PDs? <laughs> I don't know. Um, one of them's normal, one of them's amazing. Really? Yeah. They'll tell me, I don't know what they are. Uh, he's Stephen Peter Devereaux. Smith. Devereaux? I know. 
that's that's that. Yeah, I'm not sure his cricket lives up to that. No, man. no. And just to bring things full circle, he should be wearing a cravat with a name like that. He should. He should. And maybe he does outside of cricket. <laughs> uh, just to bring things full circle, he was born in 1989, June the 2nd, the very day that uh, Ted Abeckett died. Really? There we go. Truth is truly stranger than fiction. Isn't it? You, you literally couldn't have made that up. No. Well, you wouldn't have made that up. I mean, that is not the kind of fact that you would invent. No. Um, there was some uh, latest revelations in the uh, Silicon Bat story. Uh, that England have made accusations that Shane Watson has been using the uh, heat camouflaging silicon tape on the middle of his bat. They said they've gone through all the hotspot footage from the entire series and there has been no evidence that any ball has hit the middle of Shane Watson's bat in three tests. So it'd be very interesting to see how that one uh, pans out over the next uh, for the next few weeks. So we're back uh, back in Northampton next week. Who, who have we got on? Uh, we've got Dan Norcross. We've got James Sherwood. We've got Richard Hobson. And we've got Chris Egerton. Right. And you. And me. Yeah. Laying down the truth. Uh, and prob- and will, you know, will we have... England having triumphed in the series, they're 140 for two now as we record this on the uh, Friday, the first day of the Durham Test. I think. I mean, it was it was the most anticlimactic way to win an Ashes, sitting in a pavilion watching, watching the rain. But here's here's a fact, Chris, because uh, there were complaints. Oh, it's not a good way to win it, and you know it, it was clearly a crap way to win a major yep. sporting event. But that is the first time ever that England have retained the Ashes with a draw. They've regained the Ashes with a draw twice, obviously 2005 with the draw at the Oval, and uh, back in 1893. Right. Also at Old Trafford, ironically. Australia have retained the Ashes with a draw 11 times. Wow. Including four series in a row in the 1960s, which was the dullest era of Ashes cricket there's ever been. So, um, And Australia also won the Ashes with a draw uh uh, on one occasion as well. So um, so there you go. Even Bradman's Invincibles won with a losing draw at Old Trafford in 1948 in the third test after winning the first two tests in an eerie echo, which basically means that Alistair Cook is as good as Don Bradman. Ign- ignore the numbers. So there we go. A little bit of belated meteorological vengeance for the England boys. So we'll be back with uh, the uh, penultimate show of the series, Um, from Northampton next week. Until then, cricket fans, goodbye.